Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everybody, and welcome in to another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and here tonight with my co-host, Dustin Smith. Like always, Dustin, man, we're here to talk a little Auburn basketball. But first, before we get into that, uh, we just want to thank all of our uh, followers and listeners, and uh, especially let's throw a, a special thank you out to the War Report and those guys over there, and, and Ike Jones himself, man, for coming on and doing an interview with you earlier in the week, Dustin, uh, and just the video took off, Dustin. All right, it took off, man. Uh, our our most viewed video on the YouTube channel so far, and we've done uh, just a handful, honestly. So uh, it, it was major, man. And uh, subs grew and everything. And we just appreciate each and every one of you who get on here and listen to our Auburn sports takes. Uh, we're just two guys that watch a lot of Auburn sports, and uh, and we just like talking about it, man. And look, we're not going to get on here and sunshine pump and just you know uh, just pump you up about Auburn. Well, we're going to be honest on here and we're going to tell you how we really feel. And we just really appreciate Ike for coming on here. And we can't wait to have everybody over at the war report on here. We want to talk spring football. We want to talk uh, basketball. We want to talk everything that they are willing to talk. So uh big shout out to those guys and Dustin, man, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that interview, what it meant to just have an, another Auburn guy here with you, um, another Auburn podcast and 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 just uh, talking to them and, and just picking Ike's brain, man, and uh, about Auburn spring football. Well, it was a nice switch up. You know, we've been talking yeah. a lot of baseball. Baseball just got started up, but and we love it and we love basketball too. But it was yeah. nice to get in there and finally talk about some some Hugh Freeze football because the last time we talked about football, it wasn't all that fun. So <laughs> it's uh it's nice to be back to have an optimism, you know, and looking and just yeah. talking about that's the thing I love about Ike, man, is he is uh he is a ball nerd. He gets in yeah. there, he really breaks down the film, he really knows what he's talking about. Anything you ask him about, he's quick with it, he's right on mm -hmm. it. Um, and you know, all those guys over there, uh Mike G as well, you know, they've been really supportive of us. Um, they've been very kind to us behind the scenes, they've been very mm -hmm. helpful. Uh, yep. All those things are really appreciative. And here's the thing. Here's the thing about that, bro. It's indicative of the Auburn family. It's what the Auburn family is all about. Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised by it. You know, 31 years old, been involved with Auburn one way or another my entire life. And uh, it just never fails, man. It's a great thing. So all love to those guys out there at the War Report. We look forward to having them on and talking to them again soon. Look forward to working with them in the future and uh, really appreciate them. 
Great stuff, Dustin. Great stuff. It was a great interview. Uh, it was it was awesome, man, and and love the football talk. So can't wait to have those guys back on. But Dustin, man, let's throw it up in here and and just and let's put it out all, all let's put it all out on the table, man. This heartbreaking loss, ninety to eighty five in Tuscaloosa, man. It was one of them that just really hurt down right in here, man. One of those that just left you uh, beside yourself, man. Them heartbreakers, uh, just. I don't want to quote Harvey Updike, but felt like somebody just stuck, <laughs> stuck, stuck their hand in your chest and ripped your heart out, man. I, yeah. I look, I, it hurt, man. It hurt. It was, it was just one of them. You know how when you lose a, a close game like that, like I went back to the Final Four, man, and that game where I just sat on the couch and like I just sat there, I just sat there, and I was like, yeah. well, yeah. I like I like looked over at my phone and kind of just like. Eh, you know, like, eh. And it just felt like that, man. I was just in a bad mood. And then I had to get on social media and listen to, you know, get yeah. the brooms out and all that. It hurt, man. Uh, just just give me your initial thoughts on it and and uh, just everything that went down last night. I Look, I know the officiating was just, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm sick of it. It was, it was piss poor. Uh, but, man, just – Everything that went down, the the run that Alabama made, Auburn being up 17. Let me hear it, Dustin. It was a heartbreaker. It, uh, like you said, it's just one of those that's in the pit of your stomach. It was the first thing yeah. I thought about when I woke up this morning. I don't know if what that says about me. Uh, like Harvey said, about, I guess I got too much Auburn in me. Um, <laughs> it's just too much Auburn in me, man. Uh, yeah. It bugged me all day. We got to work, and there was a – uh, a finished house where they got an old or the shower was broke. So we had to take the whole shower out. And I told the guys, get out the way, man. I'm busting up the drywall. I'm yanking that thing yeah. out. Uh, had a lot of aggression and frustration to take out. And here's the thing about it, buddy. It it hurts because these players flawed. This team is flawed uh, on the court. But I'm not questioning their effort. I'm not questioning how hard they work behind the scenes. I'm not questioning yeah. how how much heart they put into last night. Katie left it all on the floor. Uh, yep. Those guys and everything they got. We'll get into the officiating. That's why the officiating part of it is so frustrating is because you're giving it everything you got. And then against a team that's already better than you and you have to fight that battle as well. That's what's yep. so frustrating with that. But guys like Dylan Carwell that give their auto Auburn that go to the soccer games and take their shirt off and wave it and get the fans pumped up. That's at every football game supporting the team. You know, that classic picture of him yelling with Derek Hall in the end zone. Mm -hmm. um, guys are Auburn men and I love them and I appreciate them. And I know they gave it everything they had. And uh, this Alabama team is significantly better than us. And we probably should have won both games. So is that indictment on us? Yes. But I think it also can tell you how good your coach is. Cause I don't like, mm. I, I love these players, but yeah. Alabama is significantly more talented. Though. Their players are much better than our players on the court. Mm -hmm. And I, I I like our guys' character a lot more. I think that showed last night as well. I think mm -hmm. you saw what coach had control of his team and, and what, mm. coach, what coach doesn't. So mm. that might not be uh, – that might not mean so much this season, but I think in the long run, we're the healthier program still. Um, they got us this year, and full credit to them. Uh, well, all the stuff that goes on off the court, that is what it is. I'm not a fan of it either. I'm not a fan of the way they conducted themselves last night. I, th I thought it was quite funny that um, Flan got a technical for blowing a kiss the first time we play him. But uh, that wasn't that game, correct? 
Uh, that was the tech. That was Texas A&M game. Okay, well, excuse me on that, but I yeah. still I think it's funny that Flam will get a tech uh, technical for that in SEC officiating, and then it was probably four or five times that uh, that how do you say his last name? Quinterly. Um, Quinterly. Yeah. Quinterly. Javon Quinterly. Yeah, four or five times he drove the lane and he had a good night. All props to the way he played, but he drove the lane and uh, with the ref standing right there, I I can I saw what he said like several times. And again, listen. I'm with that, okay? That's the way that I, I grew up playing basketball. I never played on the D1 level, not claiming nothing like that, but just that's the way that we played sports growing up. So I have no problem with that. What I have a yeah. problem with is the inconsistency in officiating because I feel like if our guy would have laid it up on somebody and then looked at him and said, F you, you know, B word. Yeah. I mean, he said he said it's a lot of colorful things because the camera yeah. was right on him every time. Yeah, I just feel like we probably would have got the tech. Um, I think it's interesting when Janai gets grabbed and tossed mm-hmm. out of bounds and gets the ball tossed out. And I'm not going to make a big deal about the ball toss. It looked bad with him throwing him out of bounds. He's trying to get throw the ball off of him. Uh, yep. I get I get that, but still, that's not a foul on Janai. D- um, Dustin, Dustin, you know what you know what got me about that play though? It wasn't so much him throwing the ball off of Janai. It was the fact that he kind of stood over Janai. Right. Right. That is what kind of got me. So, and yeah. to your point, like Flam blowing a kiss or a guy saying, hey, too small, that draws a tech. But Quinterly standing over Jonah doesn't. Come on, man. Yeah. And I, I don't want those things to be techs because I'm, I'm, I'm cool with trash talk. I think it makes it great. To be honest with you, uh, I know why, you know, you, obviously you have to control it and you can't let like the scuffle happen and all that, but I have no problem with any of that, bro. It's a yeah. rivalry Their Their students Jackson was chanting F you Auburn. I'm cool with it, man. Yeah. That, I, I think it's awesome that we got that atmosphere last night. Basketball Absolutely. matters in the state of Alabama. We're furious that we got swept. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to have to clap back. We're going to have to come back next year. So, yeah, that's uh, it, just the atmosphere and the overall like level of intensity. I mean, would you have dreamed of this five, six, seven years ago that that Man. we would be having that kind of matchup? And then go back to the the you know the atmosphere you had in Neville. We said at the time, other everybody else was saying at the time that was one of the craziest. <laughs> what what yeah. did the decimal level reach? Like one thirty in there in a nine thousand yeah. seat arena? Like insane. Atmosphere. Yeah, so. You saw the passion. You saw everything of why this rivalry is the best rivalry in sports on display last night. And just as a sports fan, that was cool. So I'm cool with that part of it. Absolutely, man. And and look, I'm I'm still officiating didn't lose us the basketball game, but I'm still sitting here scratching my head on the Jonah box out, man. Where was the foul on Jonah? All right. I'm still sitting here scratching my head. How you call a foul on Joe Nye on the Quinterly play? I, I, I don't I don't know, man. Like I just I, I honestly believe it is we're at a time in sports, and I will keep pounding this and pounding this that officials need to go to a podium after the game and answer questions because I want to know. Where was the Jonah contact on that box out? There wasn't. There wasn't contact. I, I can tell you what happened. You you inadvertently blew a whistle and just said, uh, I, I got to call a foul on somebody. All right. Jonah never touched anybody. All right. I'll bring up another one. 
Jalen Williams in overtime when he fouled out, Dustin. All right. I think it was Bradley for Alabama who went up and under, and uh, Jalen minimal body contact. If even if if that's what you want to call it, that the foul was on, there was no contact. All right, they just blew a whistle and said, "Up, oh, it looked like contact, so I'm gonna blow my whistle." All right, Jalen never touched him. I, I I got the I got the replay on my phone, man. I zoomed in, tried to look for contact. There's nothing there. I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. What do you see in these moments? That's that's all I want. I just want an explanation, man. But one thing with all of that, though, the officiating and how bad it was. At the end of the day, as Auburn fans, we have to stop blaming officials every time we lose a close game. Oh well, the the officials they didn't call this, they didn't call that. It sucks. It does because I'm sitting here last night going, "Hey, there's no way he called that a foul." All right, there's no way there was no contact there, but that's also why we not we that's also why we didn't lose the game. We lost the game because we shot 62 percent from the free throw line and we had 18 turnovers. Okay, that is why we lost the game. All right, yes, did Joe Nye Broom leave the game with what 10 minutes left? Yeah, that yeah, killed us. Not, uh, yeah, that really kind of sparked their run. They knew that they could go down low. They knew that Auburn couldn't match up with size. Then Dylan goes out. And it was just a disaster from there. Auburn uh, was just getting crushed on the boards. And and I don't know, man. It, it just – it was one of them that will kind of stick with you for a little while because you know yeah. – let's be honest, man. You said that the – you said that the talent doesn't match up. They're much more talented, which is correct, all right? But Auburn outplayed Alabama. Yeah. Twice. 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 For majority of the – both yeah. games, they outplayed them. And – for you to have a 17-point lead last night, you have to find a way to close that game out. And one thing that we always get, Dustin, is an Auburn team in the second half going on a stretch where it's five, six, seven minutes without a field goal. And it happened last night, Dustin. <laughs> and that is the reason Alabama went on the run that they did and got yeah. back in the ball game and eventually, eventually forced an overtime, man. Uh, it's just – I don't know, man. It, it was. It's just one of them that it, I'm telling you, man, is sticking right here. It's one that hurts. Yeah, they went on a 17-0 run, um, and they, you shoot 62.5% from the free throw line. You light yep. it up from three. You know, if you yep. tell me before, if you tell me before the game you're gonna shoot that from three, I'm like, oh boy, we're probably we're gonna win the game. What did we hit? 12, 12 threes. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, it was. Auburn <laughs> hits 12 threes, Dustin, and you lose. What? Yeah, because you know you're, and uh, I thought KD was great. I thought that KD should have took the last shot. Um, mm. yeah, we shot sixty percent from three point right there on the bottom. Uh, I thought I thought KD should have shot the last shot. Uh, but he also missed several free throws, and yeah. he he's shooting in the low sixties in conference play. He's got to be better than that. And mm-hmm. like like I talked about opening this podcast. I know KD's working in the gym. I know he's yep. working hard in his off time, trying to get his release point higher. They've talked about it. I know KD's putting in the work, but you got to hit your free throws, man. You got to hit your free throws in a game that you lose that goes to overtime. Um, it, yeah, if you just shoot seventy percent, you win this game. And how many times this year? How many times <laughs> going back to that Final Four loss versus West Virginia? 
yeah, I have a Virginia double dribble T-shirt. But mm. that doesn't even have to matter if Jared doesn't miss that free throw. So this is something that – and you can – this is just hauling at Auburn forever. New rosters, new coaches. We just – this free throw thing is wild. It, it's really crazy. Um, but it reared us up. We had again last night. And 18 turnovers on the road isn't going to do you any good either. And, yeah, once Janai went out, it was – it was all, you know, when we were in that super small lineup with Chris Moore at the five and Leor at the four, uh, I thought those guys I, – I just uh, – I love the effort, man. They they play they played really hard, and, and you're just battling. Yeah. Uh, Justin Ferguson from the Auburn Observer, he put out an article today. I wish I had it in front of me. I should have wrote the, the, the notes down. But he talked about just how crazy – it was how the whistles all went to one side as soon as the game got tight. And um, I, I promise I'm sitting there texting my brother and my dad saying it's coming. It's coming. Here it comes. They're not yeah. going to let us win this game. Like you, you, you know it. You know it. You feel it. That's the thing that's really that really stings about that. And I think that <laughs> uh, have you ever seen BP more pissed off? I have not. Uh, he had every right to be. Uh, I don't care what side of the fan base you're on or whatever. Uh, if you're an Alabama fan, Auburn fan, the dude had every right to be pissed off. And uh, we can talk about it right now. Uh, he he let he let Andy know. He let the world know, man, that he's sick of it. Uh, the, the calls that you have not got, uh, the Tennessee game and – and just the, the Texas A&M game and the way that one was officiated and just now this one. And what if this keeps you out of the tournament, Dustin? What if it keeps you out of the tournament? What, what if you go in Saturday and you can't, you, you can't get that one and you look back at this and just say, man, that call at Tennessee, that no call, all right, where they didn't give Wendell the opportunity to land on the, on the game winner. I mean, just – I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm not mad at Bruce one bit. I, I think this needed to be said. Yeah, it's, it's part of it. And listen, go go back to that uh, Virginia game, right? Mm -hmm. um, I thought he was classy. I thought he handled himself well. Um, that After that A&M game this year, he made mention of it, but he was classy. Yep. He handled himself well. Yeah, he just had enough, and he knew how much that that game meant. And it's just hard to justify some of them calls, man. And, um, you know. At the end of the day, again, not the reason we lost. If we make the free throws, if we don't commit 18 turnovers, then that doesn't happen. Um, so it's it's on us. It's on us. Uh, but, yeah, when it continues to happen this way, like you just got to hope sometimes you get the whistles, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's just been all year. We have every time these 50-50 calls, and that's where the frustration goes. And um, Bruce is sticking up for his guys. So – I'm with it. And here's yeah, the thing man. I want to say. Yeah. You, Bama, you Bama fans that are saying, that are talking about him throwing the headset, knowing who your head football coach is, that is comical. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%, man. Uh, I feel like he does it three times a, a Saturday. So, uh, look, let's talk about the final shot, man. Wendell Green Jr. All right. He did get a good look. I was, you know, a 15-foot jumper, uh, and and it almost went down. Let's be honest. It almost went down, but almost isn't good enough, Dustin. And and uh, like you said, I heard you mention that you thought KD should have got that shot. I said Jalen Williams. I thought Jalen Williams should have got that shot. Man, how many times do we have to watch this? And what are your thoughts on Bruce not, not using a timeout there and setting something up? 
I just don't like it because, like you said, how many times you got to see it? Yeah. Uh, going, going back to last year with Walker Kessler and Jabari Smith on the floor, Win was still our close it out late game option. And mm-hmm. I love Win. I think that Win plays great and uh, undersized and, you know, gives it everything he's got. Win's a good player. Um, he just he just in that he just hasn't hit that shot over two years now he just hasn't hit that shot so i don't know how many more times you got to go with it to see you know to see it and people are like well we didn't run a, we don't we're not running a play at the end or it's a play it's a, it's a high ball screen and but it's not a very it's not an effective play yeah. um yeah I, and the reason i wanted to be kd is because i don't know if kd is going to make the shot or not blake yeah, his his shooting percentages are what they are, but for one, if I go back to a, a Missouri game last year, he closed that game out. Uh, I believe that it was on the road. He closed that game out. We won fifty five to fifty four. He was money down the stretch. Um, and there was another game last year. I want to say it was Georgia. I know when hit the late layup versus Georgia yeah. uh, on the road, but there was another game as well. KD closed out last year, and then. He's 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 done it before, and the main thing is he's not scared of it. That's the thing. He's not mm-hmm. scared of it. makes it or not. I don't know, but I know that he's not going to be afraid to pull that trigger. And he's honestly, I, I'm starting to wonder why we always settle for a shot away from the basket in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe KD goes to the hole, and maybe he just makes one of the free throws, but. I like that option better than when taking a shot, falling away from the basket or 15, 20 feet away. It just, he hasn't hit it, bro. Yeah. And um, maybe if Janai's in the game there, it gives you an option to go down low. I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, it just, it just hasn't been effective. And here's the thing about KD too. You take the good with the bad with KD, right? So yeah. the, the bad is when he's not feeling it, he can go 0 for 14 like he did versus Texas A&M mm-hmm. in the SEC tournament last year. We've seen the bat. But when he's good, he shot 100% from the three-point line last night. Yeah. I don't know if that continued to overtime, but I know he did in regulation. So you got to take the good with the bad. When he's, when he's hot, when he's cooking, when he's eating, feed him. Yeah. Take, adva- take advantage of it. Yeah, I, I agree 100%, Dustin. And, uh, man, you got to win. You you got to win Saturday. This is this is everything it leads to. Joe Lenardi still has you in the last four buys. Uh, and you got you, – you're barely hanging on in there. You got to win Saturday, man. Look, no, no uh, Ziggler for, for uh, Tennessee. He tore his ACL. That is uh, devastating news for the Volunteers. Just yeah, prayers up for that. him, man. Yeah. yeah, just absolutely hate to hear it. Uh, but I believe this is a winnable game. I think that you're at home and the way you played against Alabama, I think there is a lot to look up uh, to. And, and uh, you know, this student section, even though it's the spring break deal and everything, look, this place is going to be bananas, man. You're fighting for your NCAA tournament lives. What do you think happens uh, Saturday as uh, the Tennessee Volunteers make their make their way to town? Um. It doesn't look like Dylan can go. And if Dylan mm-hmm. can't go, I saw him him not being able to play. He was sick last time we played him in Knoxville, and he wasn't able to go. And I thought it made a huge impact on the game. We lost by three points. I thought we got out physical. And his physical pref- uh, presence makes a huge difference with yeah. that. 
big Ivan Drago looking bro they got over there. I don't even know that dude remember his name, yeah. but uh, I ain't gonna try to say it. But he's a problem and he's a big physical monster and uh, mm-hmm. he ain't scared to mix it up. So uh and that's not necessarily Janai's specialty. Uh, so yeah, I'm missing Dylan's gonna really hurt and I'm gonna stand by what I said versus Ole Miss or after the Ole Miss game. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're gonna win another game this year. Wow. Uh, and I, I I still mean that. I still think that. Uh, I don't think that we're going to get blown out. I know that we're going to come in and play hard. I think that. Mm-hmm. I think that we're going to be okay. But um, we'll see, man. Look, Dustin, I'm I'm going to take us to win this game. All right. I, I think I think you're going to see an Auburn team that is fighting for their life and Bruce Pearl motivating this team Saturday to go out in front of their home fans and get a dub. All right, I know we're going to be shorthanded, uh, but I really think Katie Johnson playing the way he did the other night, if we can get that performance out of him Saturday, if he can give us 15, 20-plus, man, Allen Flanagan stay hot, Jalen Williams, uh, Jonah Broom, just keep just keep pounding, man. Keep pounding down low. Keep playing your game. I think you can get a win against Tennessee, man, without Z- uh, Z- Zaire Ziegler or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a tongue twister, man. But uh, without him, I think this is a game that you can get at home, man, and this can get you into the NCAA tournament. So I'm excited for this Auburn basketball team, man. I, I'm pumped for them. I think this could be uh, this could be the one, man. This could be the one that, that you get at home in front of your fans, and what a way to go into the SEC tournament. And, and look, I, I think you got to win your first-round game in the SEC tournament. I think that would be a, a big boost. Uh, and that could possibly get you to a, a nine, eight seed, maybe just depending on how it falls, man. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about Saturday, man. I, I'm not mad. Uh, and look for all the Auburn fans out there. All right. For all the Auburn fans, stop with the, well, I don't even want to go to the tournament anymore. All right. Don't, don't do yeah, that. Don't that. do that. I, I'm tired of seeing it on social media to stop with that. That is, that is blasphemy. All right blasphemy you always want a ticket to the dance all right because if you get a ticket you got a chance to win a national title all right if you don't get a ticket you're going to the the nit all right so be thankful for the ticket all right be thankful all right so get a win saturday and that's it man you're in if you win saturday you're in all right uh dustin man before we before we hop out of here uh, i'm gonna leave you with uh i'm gonna leave you with the floor man give your final thoughts and on everything auburn sports man look i hope i'm i hope i'm wrong you know i just yeah i gotta say i gotta see it to believe it at this point we're still yeah we still lost the game we're not playing good basketball uh i hope i'm wrong it's not if i put if i had to put a percentage on it i would say tennessee 55 us 45 mm-hmm. like i would you know i don't think we don't have any yeah. chance i just i gotta see it man and now i'm really worried with not having dylan uh we can't touch on it tonight uh but baseball shout out 10 run rule win uh 18 to 8 well you know keep rolling guys look forward to the series yeah. this weekend uh softball ladies went 11 to 0 and y'all know that we'll have a full recap of that baseball series on sunday mm-hmm. and man Love the subscriptions growing. Uh, everybody check us out. Like uh, like the video. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. Uh, it's all love. And we got more big-time guests lined up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say his name just yet. All right? I'm not going to say a, his name a just A couple. A couple now. Yeah, hey, hey. A couple but, now. But, but, a, I, but a bit of first for us. 
Oh uh, yeah, uh, first, and I'm not gonna say his name just yet. So y'all, you you will have to tune in and and hey, look, War Damn Eagle, everybody. All right, hang with us. Uh, Saturday's a big one, and with that, uh, we're gonna we're gonna hop out of here, and we will catch you on the next one. We're out.